Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Michael Zizis, Head of Public Policy and Municipal Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the intersection between U.S. public policy and financial markets. We're recording this on Wednesday, June 12th at 9 a.m. Eastern. Often we use this podcast to put the policy news of the day into context of financial markets. And in recent weeks, that's been all trade policy news all the time. Today, let's do something a bit different. Let's take a step back from the trade news, and if it's going to lead us into recession, let's instead take a look at the long-term trend of how global trade is changing. We recently published an insights note to help equity investors think through this long-term trend. We call it the Slobalization Playbook, borrowing a term from a Dutch academic. In it, we cite a study by McKinsey detailing how the generational trend of globalization is starting to fade. Rather than seek the lowest labor and trade cost country for producing goods, the expectation is that companies will begin to see incentives to nearshore production toward home markets due to technological changes, the advent of just-in-time logistics, and the rising importance of services over goods trade as emerging markets become wealthier. In our view, geopolitical tensions have been aided by this dynamic and are accelerating it. The cost of protectionism is less in a world where you're already incentivized to bring home a supply chain, and a company's choice to do so is accelerated when its home jurisdiction levies tariffs or other barriers that make that chain more expensive. And it's the other barriers that we think might be underappreciated by markets because, in our view, they're likely to hang around even if the U.S. and China strike a deal to start lowering tariffs. That's because both countries seek to be leaders in emerging technologies like AI and 5G in order to protect their economic and national security future. Consider the U.S.'s revised CFIUS law, which gives the administration broader powers to intervene in cross-border commerce to protect such technologies and assets. This is the style of intervention we expect will stick around and has now been borne out by recent actions by the U.S. on Huawei and China on FedEx. So what does this long-term trend mean for investors? It means there are some sectors where you should expect disruption. In the report, we create four groups of corporate sectors, slobalizers, emerging regional champions, globalizers, and status quo. The slobalizers and the emerging regional champions are where the disruption exists. Companies that both work with or produce sensitive products, these are slobalizers, and do so with a supply chain in a rival economic country, might need to spend money here to diversify supply chains and rethink their global expansion strategy. Sectors that fit this characterization include telecoms, semis, autos, IT hardware, and China tech. Companies with sensitive products but supply chains that don't rely on a rival economic country are emerging regional champions. These sectors include small and mid-cap U.S. internet companies, China internet companies, and payments. They will likely just have to shift their market expansion plans away from rival countries. The good news is, if you're still a small company in this category, you might face less competition from larger foreign rivals. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with more of my thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.